Net Control Operator, please start the net. Good evening, and welcome to the Weekly Astronomy Net. This is Dave, KC9KPQ, and I will be your net control operator for tonight's net. We meet here on the DuPage Amateur Radio Club repeater every Thursday evening at 8.30 p.m. This net is using both the 2-meter and 220 repeaters. The 220 frequency is 224.68 MHz with 110.9 Hz PL. Before we begin the net, is there anyone with emergency or priority traffic? Okay, our name is the Southwest Astronomy Observers Group, or SWAOG, SWAG as we like to call ourselves. We are not an astronomy club. We are a group of ham radio operators and amateur astronomers who like to go observing and share our hobby via ham radio. We like to meet here to discuss the hobby of astronomy and plan observing sessions. This net is open to all amateur radio operators and third-party traffic is permitted, providing it is done as per the FCC rules. Everyone is encouraged to check in and participate. Here's how the net will be structured this evening. We will have uh, five segments. And uh, we got a check-in round, uh, astronomy report, uh, traffic round, and sci-fi trivia. If anyone has a trivia question, shout it out. And uh, possibly a dark site planning segment. Uh, I was kind of busy. I had like five phone calls when I was trying to check and see if we had dark site this weekend. Uh, we pause to take check-ins between each segment. The current weather and sky conditions in Chicago, last I looked, it was cloudy. And uh, temperature was pleasant. Let me get back to that. Uh, it's over here. 54 degrees and overcast. Um, being that it's cloudy, I did not check for any ISS or shuttle passes or iridium flares. Uh, our check-in procedure tonight will be as follows. Your call sign, your first name, and location. And state if you have any traffic or anything to share with the net during our traffic round. Let me know if you're just listening. Uh, we'll take three check-ins at a time and then read back and verify the call signs. I will only call on stations that have traffic for the net. If you checked in as just listening and you later decide that you have something you'd like to share with the group, just let me know and your traffic will be acknowledged. People listening to the net on scanners can check in by sending an email to net dash control at swaog.com. This net was founded in February 2001 by Mark, KB9WLX, and our homepage is www.swaog.com, and Jeff, WD9GVU, is the webmaster for our homepage. We would also like to thank Bill, KB9ZKA, for his generous donation to the swaog.com donate. Uh, domain name. Swag is active on Yahoo groups. You can join us through the link on our homepage. And we also have an astronomy equipment related classifieds page for active Swag members. You can visit the Astro Swap page through the link on our main homepage, swaog.com. If you missed the net, you can hear it at a later date. MP3 recordings of this net are available by going to the swag.com homepage and then click on the link to Gary's astronomy page. Our thanks go out to Gary, KC4VNU, for making these recordings available. 
We are looking for net control operators for this net. Please contact our net control operators if interested by sending an email to net-control at swaog.com. Don't forget that dash in between net and control. That's net-control at swaog.com. Uh, we have, I believe, four uh, net controllers in the rotation schedule. Uh, we always have room for more. Uh, liven up the place here. And this is KC9KPQ. I am net control tonight. We would also like to thank the DuPage Amateur Radio Club for the use of the repeater this evening. The homepage for DuPage Amateur Radio Club is w9dup.org. And before we begin calling for regular check-ins, let's see if we have any short-time check-ins. Three check-ins at a time. Please call net control. Net control, please copy November 9, Juliet Lima Delta, Buck and Golden. Jeff, WD9GVU, 
John KN9R with Mike and Keith N9Y8. The best view for me was Orion Nebula and Mike's Overwork BT80. Looked like a James Cameron 3D view. Just awesome. Jeff's 102 Skywatcher also had some fantastic views, including M1. My Messier marathon was a little thin, only about 10. I was busy soaking in the winter Milky Way next to Orion. We'll have a few more days before New Moon starts bugging us. And speaking of the moon, the only good Lunar X of the year is coming up on March 22nd at 1604. Have a good night, Dave. Okay, with that taken care of, uh, one more time for regular check-ins. Okay, apparently not. So let's go with, uh, you know what, Keith, uh, go ahead uh, if you have some traffic. Wait a second, net control? Yeah, I was coming from a crash garage. N9RAT is just listening. That's Romeo Alpha Tango. Thank you. Bob in Midlothian. Okay, that's N9RAT, Bob in Midlothian. Just listening. All right, Keith, go ahead while I get uh, a couple of things together here. Okay, net control, opinion net, N9YA. Uh, first off, I'd like to thank John KN9R for picking me up and taking me home from Silver Springs Friday. I appreciate that. This is a solar report from the National Institute of Standard Time, the Standard Technology Time. This is, you get this on 2.5, 5, 10, 15, 20 megahertz AM, 18 minutes past the hour. That's HF band. And then you get this on spaceweather.com or there's a phone number you can call. But it's a local 303 Colorado phone number. And here it is, total flux. Yesterday's number is 86. No, 84, I mean. 84, uh, is the sun, 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 some sunspot. The A index, which is 8 three-hour periods of the K index, the A as an alpha index is 9. That's considered high even though, even though it goes up to 400. The K index is today's numbers. That goes, that's 1. That goes up to 9. Space weather, no space weather for the current or next 24-hour period. And A, I like to say the A and K index both measure the geomagnetic disturbance. And the K is three hours. So they measure that every three hours. New moon is March 15th. That's new moon. So I assume that might be a dark side observing. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, let me reset. Now, other than my basketball team, we're still a Blackhawks losing Friday night. It was a fun time out there. Took my 60-millimeter spotting scope. And I had a heck of a time looking at Orion, the Pleiades, and a whole bunch of other good stuff there. And packed it up kind of early because it was getting kind of frozen. There was frost actually forming on it. So, you know, two or three hours of good viewings. And saw the Orion S. In fact, I had an eyepiece. I could get the entire Orion belt in my one eyepiece. But I had fun. You know, looking around, once again, I'd like to thank John. Um, K9R will pick me up and take me home there. So, N9YA, back to net. Hey, 
Thank you, Keith. And this is KC9, KPQ. Uh, one interesting story I read in the last couple of days uh, involves some lunar observing. It's not just the astronauts that are getting older. Uh, it appears, though, the lunar ranging retro reflectors left on the moon by the Apollo missions 11, 14, and 15 are beginning to show signs of age. Uh, over 40 years, uh, they report that uh, the return signal from uh, those uh, laser reflectors that we uh, use on the moon to find out uh, if the moon is uh, advancing or receding from us are showing their signs of age. And uh, there's a decline of a factor of 15 over approximately 40 years since the Apollo reflectors were placed on the moon. Um, what they do is they uh, they shoot lasers at uh, these large reflectors, and each shot sends about 10 to the 17th photons. I believe that's 10 with 17 zeros after it at the moon, from which only one return photon per shot may be detected. Uh, this is why the laser is shot thousands of times at 20 hertz repetition rate during each run. And so if the return signal from uh, the Apollo 15 uh, lunar ranging retro reflector is good, the laser is then directed to fire at the Apollo 11 and 14 reflectors. It can even be directed at the Russian uh, reflector landed on the moon in, in 73, although this one does not return a reliable signal if it is sunlit probably because heating affects the reflector's refractive index and distorts the return signal. Um, interestingly enough, they don't believe that heating and things like that uh, play a big part in the performance degradation. Uh, they believe lunar dust is suggested to be more likely the candidate, as this would be consistent with the very gradual performance degradation. loss occurs right on full moon. Um, the, uh, those findings require careful consideration when designing future optical devices that are intended to remain on the lunar surface for long periods. Nobody thought to put a windshield wiper on it, I guess. Okay, this is KC9KPQ. I'm net control operator tonight. Uh, pause. Uh, do we have any check-ins? Okay, nothing hurt. Uh, Jeff, you had some traffic. K, uh, WD9GVU from KC9KPQ. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Good evening to you and uh, everyone on the astronomy net tonight. This is WD9GVU, Jeff and Lombard. A little bit of traffic. <coughs> First off, wanted to say uh, uh, that uh, we are good to go for our... Uh, SWAOG pizza party. Um, I've got a total of uh, uh, looks like 17 adults and uh, and two kids, all registered and uh, ready to go. So looking forward to it. Uh, next uh, piece of information: uh, 
We don't have any public observing opportunities this upcoming weekend. Uh, next opportunities are the following uh, weekend, Saturday night, March 20th. Uh, two opportunities, one at Peck Farm Park in Geneva, Illinois, and the other at Triton College, the CERN and Earth and Space Center. You can get information on these upcoming public observing sessions by going to our uh, webpage, swaog.com. Scroll down to the upcoming public observing sessions section of the uh, webpage. Also, wanted to... Uh, mention something that <clears throat> appears on the webpage and uh, want to solicit everyone listening, you can take part in this. It's called Globe at Night. Uh, Globe at Night, it's an annual campaign in March. Um, it helps address light pollution issues. And basically, in a nutshell, here's how it works. Uh, page you couple of links. One of them uh, will take you out to the Globe at Night website where you can get uh, a couple of different parts installation Orion. Uh, basically what you do is you step outside on a clear night, look up at Orion, and you sort of gauge what magnitude stars you're seeing by comparing your view to the different star charts. Then there's another website that you report your findings on. And uh, the organizers then put, take all that information from all the people that uh, log their, uh, their uh, seeing magnitudes, and they put together a map of light pollution levels worldwide. Uh, so the Globe at Night program runs from March 3rd through the 16th. So. Uh, Get outside and make your observations and get them submitted to the webpage. Uh, this has been going on now for about uh, three or four years, and so far they've had over 35,000 um, measurements contributed from over 100 nations. So uh, participate in the Globe at Night. And let's see, the last piece of traffic, uh, just wanted to mention that... Uh, and I know a couple people have talked about it already. We did have a fabulous time uh, this past Friday night at uh, our dark site observing with uh, uh, John KN9R, Keith N9YA, John Spoon Mike was out there, Scanner Dave, Scanner Chuck, and myself. And uh, oh, it was a fabulous time. Sky was beautiful, really nice. Uh, um, got a, we got a bunch of nice views that night. I know uh, Scanner Dave. In his email check-in, he uh, listed off his favorite view. Mine was uh, of the planet Saturn through my 102-millimeter uh, Skywatcher refractor. Just such a crisp, clean view of Saturn. Some detail on the rings. You can watch them cut across the front of the planet, circle around the back of the planet. Just an awesome view. So we had a fabulous time out there. Looking forward to the next session. So uh, that's my traffic. Back to Net Control from WD9GBU. Okay, thank you, Jeff. And this is KC9KPQ. Are there any more check-ins tonight? Here's Kilo Bravo 9 Sierra Whiskey India, KB9SWI Mobile Westmont. Uh, short time, no traffic. Good evening to all on the net. And boy, it sounded like you had a good, guys had a good time uh, at the dark, 
Sky Session. 7-3. Okay, thank you, Don. KB9, SWI. Good to hear you. Uh, Molin Westman. Okay, uh, I do have something to bring up with the group. Uh, I was hoping for more check-ins so we'd have more people to chime in on this. Uh, I talked to, uh, uh, let's see, it was, uh, K9WSS, Will, uh, a member of the DuPage Amateur Radio Club this morning uh, while I was uh, driving home, and he asked if uh, members of SWAG would like to come to a dark meeting, uh, possibly in the fall, to give a presentation uh, and tell, uh, tell the club about what we do. Is there anybody uh, on the net tonight? that uh, has any thoughts would be available in the fall. Uh, I think uh, what he kicked around was possibly October. GBU. Yes, go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, thanks, Dave. WDNA GBU here. And, uh, yeah, I know I did one of those uh, a couple of years ago. I think John KN9R, myself, I'm trying to remember who else. Uh, it might have been Mark. Uh, WLX, I'm not sure. I don't remember. Uh, but actually, I think we have a link to uh, some of the uh, some photos from uh, when we did it. I want to say it was in 2007. I'm not sure. But I know we did uh, that exact same thing, a presentation uh, for the uh, dark group a few years ago. And uh, well, I'd like to see if anybody, if there's any volunteers, I may. Uh, uh, I may volunteer to do uh, a little piece myself, uh, but let's see if we get any other volunteers as well. Um, I know we had a lot of fi uh, fun there, and they uh, they welcomed us and really appreciated uh, what we did, uh, the, pr the presentation uh, that we did. So uh, uh, let's see if we have any uh, volunteers. Back to that control from WD9GBU. Okay. Yeah, Jeff, uh, that third person you're uh, thinking of was me, KC9, KPQ. I'm looking at the pictures now, and that was August 2007. Uh, I'm definitely up for it. I would love to uh, volunteer and uh, help out. Anybody else? Okay, well, we got time. We'll bring it up in the next couple of nights. Uh, and uh, like I said, uh, the gentleman I talked to this morning said... Uh, they have uh, things, uh, uh, presenters all throughout uh, spring and summer, and he asked if we could get something together in the fall. That sounds good to me, and I'm up for it. Uh, this is KC9KPQ, Net Control. Any more check-ins tonight? Dave, uh, there's another email check-in. Uh, if you're able to grab it or not, let me know. You know what, if you have it up, can you read it? Because I'm, on, uh, I'm looking up something else right now. Uh, would you mind, Jeff? Yeah, not a problem, Dave. I'll do that right now while you're looking up uh, whatever it is. Um, it's from our friend Scanner Chuck. He says, hi, all. Had a great time at Silver Springs last week, but it's too bad my telescope was giving me problems with images and the star test looked horrible. After I got home, I found out that the doublet was loose and blowing off the air gap between the front objective lenses. I tightened it up, and all is okay now. 
Please check in Scanner Chuck from Bridgeview. Uh, let me take another peek here. And nope, no other uh, email check-ins. That's it. Back to net control from WD9GVU. Okay, thank you very much, Jeff. And on to what I was looking up. Uh, I do like to uh, mention this every time I'm net control. I go over to uh, skyhound.com and click on Comet Chasing. Uh, there is a new amateur discovery in January. This would be 2010. Uh, Bravo 1 Cardinal. Um, there doesn't seem, I don't see uh, too much information on it just yet. Something to watch for. And there are a few comets visible on the list here. Uh, the brightest at magnitude 9.8 is in Sputum. Uh, you look for a three and a half uh, arc minute coma. It should brighten by about 1.2 magnitudes, moving into Volpecula by month's end. This is uh, a morning comet visible in small telescopes. Uh, next down the line would be 81 Papa Wild, a morning comet, another one in small telescopes. Uh, that begins this month at Virgo, magnitude 9.4, with a rather large coma at 7.5 minutes. It should brighten slowly. And here's a northern hemisphere evening comet in small telescopes. Another one in Volpecula at magnitude 11. Uh, look for a 25, ooh, that's small, 25 arc second coma. It should brighten rapidly, moving into Andromeda by month's end. And that would be C-2009-02 Catalina. And then we get uh, gradually fainter. Uh, this one's 10.6, uh, 29 Peach, Washman, Wachman. I believe that one has been around for quite a while. Uh, it begins the month in Leo and may fade quickly as the outburst is ending. And we're getting uh, dimmer and dimmer. This one is a morning comet in Sagittarius at magnitude 12, 65 peak gun. Um, although the magnitude is very uncertain on this one. Uh, it should brighten slowly. Best visibility is late in the month as seen from oh, the southern hemisphere. Uh, probably not a good idea for us uh, northerners here. And there's also one in Boopties at magnitude 11.2, another morning comet, uh, sighting spring. Oh. The rest of them are major and major
WNNE listening also. Okay, uh, Bill, KB9S, NKA, and Wheaton, thanks for checking in. And WA9E, Roberto, uh, I believe Winfield, uh, is that correct? No, we're over in Glendale Heights, uh, probably, uh, you know, sort of close to Stratford Square or, uh, 53 North Avenue area. Okay, thank you for checking in. Any more check-ins? Hey, Dave, another email check-in just came through. Okay, let me go over to that. Okay, I, normally I get my phone uh, sending me emails, so I don't have to keep going back to that window. Um, but I had to turn my phone off because I'm getting a lot of phone calls. Something's going on today. <laughs> okay, good evening. Please check in Gary, KC4, VNU from West Chicago. Just listening from the home office. No traffic other than I am recording the net to MP3 tonight. And thank you very much, Gary. 73s, and look forward to seeing many of you at the Slog Pizza Party. Okay, this is KC9, KPQ. Uh, like I said, I had uh, a flurry of phone calls before the net started, and I wasn't able to pull up a trivia question for tonight. Is there anyone that can offer us a little brain teaser? GBU. Okay, Jeff, go ahead. Okay, Dave. Well, not, not a brain teaser, but uh, some additional uh, um, observing opportunity. Uh, Scanner Chuck sent me uh, something the other day, an email, and then just sent me another message asking me to uh, bring it up on the net. Um, and I will put a link on the SWAOG webpage. There's a public observing party, star party, in Homer Township, April the 9th. I believe Scanner Dave has... Uh, gone to that one before, and I'm not sure who else from uh, SWAOG is gone. But uh, it's April 9th in Homer Township, and like I say, I'll put a link towards their to their site um, on the on the web page. And uh, I believe it's really sponsored by two different clubs. I think it's the Kankakee Area Stargazers and uh, Naperville. Astronomical Association. They will both be out there with telescopes, uh, uh, manning telescopes and inviting the public. And uh, so I hear it's a good time. I've never been there myself, but I'm going to try to go. So April the 9th, Homer Township, and I'll put something uh, up on the webpage uh, shortly. Back to that control from WD9GVU. Okay, thank you, Jeff. Yeah, uh, you know what? I uh, totally slipped my mind. Uh, uh, Chuck and I had talked about that uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, I wanted to check that one out, but uh, it turns out uh, all these phone calls that are happening today, I may be out of town that night or just arriving back home uh, right about the time that's starting to kick off. Uh, unfortunately, I, I would love to check that out because I hear Homer Glenn is an astronomer-friendly uh, municipality. They, uh, I believe, are the first in Illinois to pass lighting ordinance. Okay, I guess with everything out of the way, unless someone has any uh, pressing issues they want to bring up with the group, 
I uh, will begin closing down the net. Any more check-ins? Okay, apparently not. Well, uh, if you'd like more information about the DuPage Amateur Radio Club or any of its repeaters, this machine, normally with 107.2 PL, the 220 machine on 224.68 MHz with 110.9 PL, or the 440 machine on 442.55 MHz with 114.8 PL, go to www.w9dup.org. The DuPage Amateur Radio Club normally holds its monthly meetings on the fourth Monday of every month. The DuPage Amateur Radio Club normally holds a monthly VE session on the first Friday of every month. Please come to a meeting. Contact the club member on here. Visit that website, w9dup.org. Or you can send an email to info at w9dup.org. There are uh, many interesting notes throughout the week on this repeater. You can visit that website again, w9dup.org, for the current listing of dark nuts. Check in and participate. Our homepage, once again, is www.swaog.com. For more information about our group, go ahead and look it up. And are there any late check-ins tonight before we close the net?